Hey guys, I'm back. It's been a long time since I've been on here doing a review on YouTube, but I want to give some commentary about this latest episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, first of all, I'm going to send out the condolences to Lisa Renna. She lost her mom in this episode, and I really enjoyed the way that they presented, you know, um, Lois. You know, she was fun. She had a very positive you know, spirit about herself. She was funny. Uh, she didn't take things, you know, they, we, we always saw her in a really, really good light. I, I really believe that hanging around Lois was probably a lot of fun and it was a good thing. So unfortunately, we found out that, you know, Lois had a stroke and then she was um, placed into hospice. She did not want, she had a DNR. Uh, so, you know, she was 93 years old and I know this was very difficult. You know, I've been through the whole losing a mom. I know how this feels, so I can relate to how Lisa Rinna feels. So in this episode, we see, you know, Lisa, um, she went to go and check on Lois before she'd actually passed away. And she did send messages to the group to let them know the status. And then when she finally passed, you know, everyone was, of course, heartbroken for her. I wasn't sure that Lisa was going to attend this trip. You know, the, the ladies went to Mexico and I didn't think that Lisa was going to make it. I really wasn't sure about that, but she did. She actually did show up and, um, you know, she felt like this was a good thing. She had spoken to her husband and her daughters and, you know, felt as though this was something that she needed. And even on the trip, you know, Lisa Renna said, it really hasn't hit me yet. And in and, and, and dealing with a death, um, especially death of a parent, you know, it, you get so caught up in the moment of trying to take care of all the business and which is what Lisa was doing, take care of everything. And you're, you know, you have so many people that is surrounding you and you're answering questions and, you know, it takes time. And I think when she finally had a moment to herself and had a chance to sit down and decompress, I think it, you know, that's when the emotions really take over. But again, my condolences to Lisa Renner and her family. So in this episode, we're still trying to figure out this whole dark comment, you know, that Crystal is saying about Sutton, that Sutton made a very dark comment uh, last year. This is a situation that happened over a year ago. We know that Sutton and Crystal had a little bit of a run-in, the whole, are you that type of girl? And Sutton was like, I don't see color. I don't see race. And, you know, that bothered Crystal. And then we had the whole violate situation with Sutton walking in on Crystal, who was um, not dressed. And, and so we didn't know at least the viewers didn't know. And apparently the ladies didn't really realize that there was something else that went on and that there was a comment or there was a conversation the next day between Crystal and Sutton. And that based on what Crystal said in that conversation, it, you know, it became dark and I don't know what that could have been. So that's still a topic. People are trying to understand what exactly is going on. So I'm going to just move along from that. And let me talk a little bit about Garcelle. Now, she has purchased um, this fixer-upper. I think she's going to tear it down and re rebuild. But uh, she's got a beach house. Her sister is in. I think her sister lives in Miami. And 
they have a really cool dynamic. This is the sister that she speaks with a lot. I think she sees her often or at least more often than her other siblings. I forget how many siblings she has, but it appears as though this is the sibling that she's probably the closest to. And Ursula just talks about, you know, she always wanted a house by the beach. She loves living by the water. You know, it reminds her of home. She's from Haiti. And this is something that, you know, she feels you know, accomplished and happy. And there's a big satisfaction level here of her having this beach home. And, and she's already got it planned out, what she wants for it, how it's going to look. And it's something that she's going to pass along to her children. And I love it. I was happy to see her sister. They do look a lot alike. And you know what? Kudos to Miss Garcelle. I, I don't see a problem with that. Um, Mr. Reed, she is still dealing with uh, the aftermath of being robbed and, you know, the PTSD from it is she's, you know, she's really trying to work on it, I guess, and going to therapy. And um, PK was the one, she said, that came up with the idea of her doing this trip, going to Mexico. Like she needs to get away. She needs to just try to relax and, um, you know, uh, feel a little bit more at ease. You know, I guess this is something that we're going to hear a lot about with Dorit this season is about, you know, every episode since this has happened has been her conversation. So we're going to be hearing about how she's coping with what happened um, at her home. Um, so I know there were some people that were saying, uh, they don't really think this really happened. I, I don't know. I'm not going to question that. I'll just go with the flow, you know, and we will, again, be hearing about it for the entire season, I'm sure. So what Kyle got going on here? Well, Miss Kyle... She went and she met with, um, she had a meet up with Crystal and they had lunch and Kyle is telling Crystal like, girl, okay, what is this whole situation that happened over a year ago? You know, what's going on? What is the comment that was so dark? What happened? And Crystal is still not trying to be forthcoming. So, you know, again, Kyle was like, okay, girl. This is what I call gaslighting. And Crystal's like, be careful of the type of words that you use. Now, Crystal, girl, you sitting up here using, saying a comment uh, that Sutton made or something that she said was so dark. You putting it, you're using a word. Yes, it's a simplistic word, but it has so many implications with it. So when Kyle says you're gaslighting, I, I can understand where Kyle is coming from. Crystal, you're talking, you're making it appear as though what Sutton said that you won't repeat, but you put it out there because you knew people were going to talk about it. You knew it was going to incite the emotions that it's inciting. So it was purposefully done. And then you want to turn around and say that your feelings need to be validated and that people need to respect your feelings, but you're not respecting others. So it goes both, both ways. Cal also talks about the upcoming wedding of her niece, Paris Hilton, and there's a three-day wedding affair and all of this good stuff. So, okay, you know, and then she eventually, um, I think when she ended up talking with Diane, she had just got back from the wedding and all of that. And she was so tired, but she, you know, wants to prepare herself to go on this much needed vacation in Mexico. 
Uh, we also see, you know, Miss, who was it? Uh, was it Dorit and Erica? You know, they get together and they are, again, talking about what happened at La Quinta. They, they're still talking about the crystal comment. And, you know, um, it's just not making any sense. You know, they, I mean, they also talked about Lisa Renna and everything. Everyone's talking about that. But the whole situation with crystal is is odd. And for Crystal to sit around and pretend as though she doesn't understand why people are so worked up is also equally disturbing. Okay, so we get a conversation with Diane and Kyle. I am still trying to get used to Miss Diane. I, I really don't see the connection with her at all. You know, this is the woman who grew up very poor was scrubbing toilets and now she don't know what a store is or she's never or she doesn't know how to go shopping because she got so much money and someone shops for her she's got a team that goes and if she's traveling they check out the space before she arrives and set it up I mean okay great you got that money but you know it's like on the one hand you're talking about how you grew up poor but on the other hand you're so beyond the whole notion of going into a store it, that's uh, okay girl whatever but her you know her and um kyle talk about children and family and kyle asked um diana if she wanted to have any more kids and she does but then we get into this very sad story um you know she you know diane's youngest right now is a year and apparently she got pregnant not long after having her year one year old <coughs> excuse me and when she went to the doctor she got a checkup and uh unfortunately the baby um had passed and you know diana was very graphic about the process but you know it, it was hard and you do hear about women who, you know, unfortunately, you know, the baby dies and they have to go through the whole process of giving birth to that child. And, you know, I can't imagine what that must be like. And, she, and, and Diane even said, you know, despite that, she's still considering, she still wouldn't mind having at least one more child. So, okay. So that's where she is, you know, as far as being a mom, she enjoys being pregnant. And that is, not an unusual thing. A lot of women who enjoy pregnancy and it seems like she enjoys motherhood and good for her. So, all right. So then we see the ladies, they, um, they're meeting up in the, um, whatever the area is. I've never been on a private jet. So they have a special area for the ladies that's going on in, on a private jet. They're all there. And, uh, Lisa Renner hadn't arrived yet. So they're all talking. They're not sure if Lisa Renner is going, right? Well, Lisa Renner shows up. Everybody's happy to see her. I think Garcelle was the last person to arrive. And it's all good. So they fly into, you know, they go to Mexico. They got this really nice, um, it's, it's always nice. Wherever they stay, it's generally speaking, always very glamorous. It's always nice. It's, 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 it's just great. One of the things that caught my attention was Diana's assistant. They went to her room ahead of time to get her clothes all set up and everything arranged. And the problem was the closets were short or not tall enough for Diane. Girl, and the lady said, the system was like, well, can't they make these closets taller? Girl, what? a whole carpenter gonna come in there and uh, 
lengthening the space to accommodate your boss. I'm sure she was joking, but the, just the idea and the notion of it all was kind of like, girl, okay, really, that's a bit much. But anyway, everybody arrives and they get, you know, they're getting themselves together for dinner and Dorit is late. Now, Dorit typically is late because she's with her glam squad. That's usually the case with Dorit. But now, you know, Dorit hasn't been bringing the fashions this time around since the whole situation. And she was late to the dinner because, you know, she had to change her room. She was on the first floor and, you know, it was too many people and she didn't feel safe. And, you know, she's again, the PTSD, all of that. So she had to get out of the room and then hurry up quickly, change and come meet all the ladies for dinner. Now, it's supposed to be a peaceful dinner, but we know that this is in housewife fashion, you know, mess is going to happen. So Lisa Renna was like, okay, so what happened while I was gone for the last few weeks? What's going on? And uh, Sutton starts off by saying, oh, well, I had my event at the store with the new designer from France. And, you know, Lisa was like, oh, yeah, you know, I did see some pictures. That was great. You know, that's good. Looked like it was a very nice event, blah, blah, blah. I feel as though Lisa Renner already knew what the mess was, but she wanted to get the party started and acted as though she didn't know. I, I'm almost willing to bet that her and Erica or Kyle or both have already had this conversation. That's what I'm guessing. That's my thought on that. Well, we finally get around to, we back at the whole, um, what Crystal said and the whole dark comment. So initially, Crystal used some word. I don't know the word. I, could, I didn't even hear it. But whatever word she used, Garcelle was like, hey, uh, what does that mean? I'm not familiar with that word. And Erica said whatever it meant. And Crystal was like, oh, yeah, we're, I'm sorry. I was using a big word or something like that. She was she was really being condescending and acting like Garcelle's not intelligent. Garcelle's like, girl, I am not the one. Don't do it. You know, I, we are all very educated up here. Don't act like you all that. <laughs> I was like, go ahead, Garcelle. Don't play those games. Don't do not do that, Crystal. So we get into the back and forth discussion about the usage of saying that the conversation between Sutton and Crystal was dark, according to Crystal. Sutton initially was trying to, her problem is, and it made perfect sense. She was like, you have insinuated something very negative about me. And I'm not happy about that. This is irritating. I thought we moved on from last year. And for you to say that whatever I said to you was so dark is problematic. Erica was like, you know, Crystal, let me just say this. The way, since you won't tell us what was said, what happens now is that people will look at her and we can, you know, look at Sutton and probably infer that she's a racist. Is that's what you want us to believe because you're not going to give us an explanation and you're using this word and that's the way it's coming across. So again, Crystal is like, you know, her feelings are not being validated. What was said, you know, it was very dark. She's still going there. She's adamant about this whole conversation and the direction that it went. And everybody else at the table now at this point is like, girl, if you're not going to say it, you're sitting here you are assassinating this woman's character and that's not fair. That's not right. Are you that girl? And that, that was, that's me saying that, but you know, I'm trying to understand 
where and what is going on. Like, what is the purpose of this passive aggressive behavior? What is really going on? Are you making something up? Is this real? Are you trying to make yourself seem more interesting? Because I know you know what you're doing, Crystal. I'm, I'm addressing Crystal. So we do hear supposedly what the issue was because before they went to Mexico, Garcelle and Sutton had uh, went out to lunch and Sutton explains a story that she told Crystal because they have a race relations story. And, and, and I guess Sutton is explaining how in her mind, she doesn't see herself as being a person who has issue with different ethnicities. Um, and she talks about, she got, you know, has a pool and, you know, her daughter grew up with all types of friends, you know, black girls and Chinese girls and all this and that and the other. So for whatever reason, that story was problematic, so it seems, to Crystal. So when Garcelle hears the story from Sutton, Garcelle's like, uh, that's it? Are you sure that what did you say anything else? Because I'm gonna need to hear something else that's gonna make me feel uncomfortable. And Sutton's like, that's all I said at the dinner table. You know, Sutton repeats the story. And Kyle was like, oh, well, I did hear about that story. And I'm trying to understand what was what was the problem with it. Crystal looks over at Garcelle and like, girl, do you not see what the problem is with the story I just told or that was told? And Garcelle's like, if that's all it is, I don't see the issue. Is there more to the story? Because right now, that's it. I don't see what the problem is. And Crystal seemed to be surprised. So you feel it's okay to assassinate someone's character. You don't feel the need to explain why. You don't give an example that makes any sense. And you wonder why everyone at the table is looking at you strangely and thinking that you're out of order. Well, I'm not sure what Diane thinks about it. Diane didn't seem to be, Diana seemed to be indifferent to the whole situation. She really didn't seem to care. But everybody else had, well, I, 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 yeah, everybody else had something to say. Diana was just sitting there like, okay, is this really important? That's the way I got from Diana. So I'm going to leave that alone. But yeah, that was, that was the whole conversation at dinner. Someone mentioned about, well, Crystal, you're only 38. That don't mean anything. Please, she's a grown woman. So that's the episode. I ain't seen it for Crystal right now. And I damn sure, I don't see it for Miss Diana, to be honest. Again, I don't see the connection there. It's not working. Crystal, you're going to need to explain yourself and very clearly. That's all I got. Talk to you guys later. Peace.